My name is Kaya Mojitani and I'm your host for today's episode. Every episode, it'll be me right here. And on the My Message podcast, we are working to make our messy life our message. And so let's get right into it. Today is Christmas, the day that this podcast episode drops. So Merry Christmas if you're listening to us on Christmas. And if not, if you're listening to it a little after Christmas, I love you and I hope that Santa treated you well. I thought it'd be a really good idea if I just share my testimony um, on the pod. On Christmas, dropping an episode on my testimony. um, This is something I've never, ever, ever felt comfortable I could do, but I feel like I finally have the strength. And so I've taken like a week to write out my whole testimony and share it. I've never shared it before. I've never, I don't know. I just never have. So here's my testimony on everything. Here we go. Oh my god, I'm so nervous, but I'm like excited to share it. Okay. Here it is. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. 1. This is the Bible verse that I literally live my life by. I grew up in a non-religious home. My grandfather is Jewish and my grandmother is Catholic. I grew up celebrating Hanukkah and Christmas, but not really believing Hanukkah and just doing it to make my family happy. I never went to church with my parents, and religion was kind of a taboo topic. One of my old close friends would take me to church with her and her family ever so often in elementary school. I was amazed. I loved it there. I remember little me being so happy, full of love and joy. In middle school, the church nearby held, I think it was Friday night services. I don't remember if it was Friday or Saturday or something, but I think it was Friday night services for junior high schoolers and high schoolers. It was called JHM and HSM, junior high ministry and high school ministry. A lot of my friends at the time would go and me wanting to learn more about Jesus and hang out with my friends. I would ask my parents if I can go. I have this vivid memory of my parents telling me that I was not able to go every weekend because the church was trying to brainwash me. My mom would say, Well, you went last weekend. You can't go this weekend. They're trying to brainwash you. That being said, I grew up questioning religion, questioning faith, questioning Jesus, trying to protect myself from being brainwashed. So throughout middle school, I continued to learn a little bit, but with a cautious mind and guarded heart. In middle school, most of my friends were in life groups, and I was never allowed to be in one. I felt left out and was yearning for that connection that most of my friends had. I ended up asking one of my friends to get me a Bible at church so I can learn more. Bless her heart because I still use the same Bible to this day. So we went through the Bible. So she went through the Bible with me most nights and we would read it to each other. And before I even got hands on a Bible, she left notes and post-its all throughout the entire book to help and encourage me. In high school, um, my freshman year specifically, I went through a few hard seasons as most people do. I developed generalized anxiety my freshman year of high school. It was a year of transition for me. I did not make the soccer team I wanted. I lost an ASB election. I got a boyfriend and was just adjusting to this new life all at once. A lot of the a lot of the things that happened um, within my family also weighed heavy on my heart. So I ended up going to therapy once a week. I also started going to a small church without my parents really even knowing with a few friends from my soccer team. As you can tell, religion, my relationship with Jesus has always been something I wanted to hide. 
Sophomore year, I transferred schools. I wanted a new beginning, a clean slate, and a fresh start. I ended up making it into ASB, forming an amazing group of friends, and feeling a lot better with my decision for change. Also, sophomore year, my relationships were suffering. I was so insecure within myself, and I put that weight onto Jake, who was my boyfriend. And I didn't have a relationship with the man above. I had a lot of questions, I had a lot of thoughts, and felt like my parents would be so disappointed in me if I joined a Christian club like FCA or found out that I did truly want a relationship with Christ. Junior year, the year COVID began. Junior year was a different time for me. Um... You know, and for all of us, we went from going to school, waking up, and just doing school from our homes. I have no recollection of going to church during this time, but I do remember starting an Instagram series called People Need People and it, on my Instagram, and I just spoke words from my heart. I had big dreams. I wanted to help people with their mindset during, um, during lockdown and during um, COVID. But as the year went on, some of my priorities started to change. I found out what it was like to be drunk, what it was like to party, and overall what it was like to feel so out of touch with who I was. Um, I've done so many things I'm not proud of that I still think about to this day. Senior year, I was elected to be ASB president. How fun and how exciting, right? Like, it, it, that's so amazing. I was so happy. I worked so hard for it. Um, but then, boom, we were all online. I did the best we could, and in December of 2020, I also got a job as a sales associate at a boutique nearby. This was the year that I started working out. I got introduced into the gym. There was one gym open near my home, and I decided, you know, I'm going to get a membership, and I'm going to start eating healthier. I'm going to start easing my mind. I ended up developing an eating disorder. I remember canceling on all my dinner plans, working out twice a day, and just feeling so helpless. I lost friendships, I lost weight, and I overall lost myself. I can only explain it as this. It felt like I was in this deep, dark hole and saw no way out. Having food in the gym dictate my whole life was one of the hardest things I've ever had to overcome. Hating every inch of the body God gave me was one of the saddest seasons of my life. Senior year, I partied, but I also chose to be sober too. It was, the time where we, it was also the time where we had to figure out what our next steps were after high school. I had the crazy idea of committing to the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss. And ain't that a crazy idea? An Orange County girl moving all the way to Oxford, Mississippi, where the closest Target or Trader Joe's was an hour away. The main reason I went so far away from home was because I wanted change. I wanted to go party. I wanted to go to a big SEC school. I wanted to join a big sorority and live the whole college experience so many people long for. As I'm sure many of you can relate, senior year and just high school in general consisted also consisted of a lot of drama. I was not always a kind and loving friend, and therefore many of my friendships did not prosper, um, which is one of the main reasons why I wanted to go to Ole Miss. Once I got to Ole Miss, I thought it would be smooth sailing from there. I thought I would meet my bestest friends the first week of school. I thought that drinking and partying would fulfill me, and I would just be set from there. I said, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to move away thousands of miles from home, party, and live my college life, right? I have so many crazy stories about Ole Miss, but I remember this one day I had just gotten over a hangover from a really bad night and was going to the library to do some homework. I realize as I'm walking into the library that I have so much potential that I can make whatever I want out of this life. And from that moment on, I chose to be sober and still am sober to this day. 
I ended up meeting a few girls that went to church on Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings. From the first Wednesday to the last Sunday, if I was in Oxford, Mississippi, I did not miss a day. I realized that the reason God put it in my path to go to Ole Miss was to overall find him, was to overall know that the love of Jesus lives in my heart. Um, Jesus was someone that I thought of um, that I thought of constantly in my life, but it took me really trusting him and letting go of control for him to change my life and transform it. I talked about Hebrews 11.1 1 in the beginning, and I want to share with you what exactly that Bible verse means to me. My whole life, I knew that Jesus, Jesus existed, but I was afraid to step into the unknown. I was afraid to do something so different than my family, but yet I still deep down had this, un- like, this weird sense of faith. I had faith that the Lord had my back. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It is the conviction of things not seen. My faith assures me that my God-sized dreams are capable and are possible to happen through the love of Jesus embedded in my heart, that faith proves that Jesus is guiding me through my life till the end. While going to Ole Miss was a roller coaster of a ride, I learned so much about myself, about the future, about my future, and about Jesus. I don't know if anyone can relate, but I remember like being at Ole Miss and being thick of being in the thick of a really hard struggle. And when you're in the thick of this hard struggle, it just feels like there's no way out. Like, how am I supposed to move on? How am I supposed to get out of this situation that the rest of my four years was going to be just like this? That since I was sober, that meant being alone. And that since I had a boyfriend that I was committed to, people didn't want to invite me anywhere. Y'all, temptation was everywhere, but by the grace of God, by Jesus, by my faith in Jesus, res- I resisted. I said no. I said, now is my time. I took it upon myself to rent out a room in the library and work on my podcast, to get help and go to therapy for my eating disorder, and to seek help at a doctor's office for my stomach, and to be okay with all of the change that I was going through. I said, I meant for more in this life, that Jesus meant more for me in this life. I have so much potential and I need to start showing Jesus that I'm making someone out of the human he created. I am made and I am created to serve others and I have such a deep uh, love and depth in my heart for my peers. Following Jesus has been a hard journey. Y'all, I prayed for strength. I believed, I had faith that Jesus would bring me strength and you would not believe what I did. I found the strength to leave Ole Miss. I found the strength to leave Ole Miss and then eventually drop out of college for good. My heart was leading me other ways to a different path, and I followed it. I had so many instances that assured me that the Lord is transforming transforming my life. One may be constantly seeing the numbers 111 everywhere, every day, no matter what I did, where I went, what, where I, what, like, 111 was constantly showing up or Um, showing up around me especially when I was having a hard day one day I looked at bible verse 111 and Hebrews 11 1 was the first thing to pop up when I tell you that that verse is something that I've been needing my whole life that I can relate to perfectly to a T I know that that didn't happen by accident another God story would be when I when I decided to drop out of school and follow the path Jesus has paved for me I was deathly afraid to tell my parents This topic was something we butt heads on literally every single day. So by making the decision, I 
that I knew once was made. My parents might literally kick me out of the house. You could say I was pretty anxious. I was pretty nervous. The anticipation of that conversation was eating me up alive. I ended up booking a last minute trip to Boise to visit Jake. I was only working one job at the time and it just felt so uneasy about the thought of the conversation with my parents that I knew I had to go and get a clear head before I um, had the conversation. Well, I get on the airplane and I'm seated next to a 47 year old woman who was so different than me. However, we shared our stories with each other and talked the entire plane ride. I loved her so much and we connected so well that we literally exchanged numbers after the plane ride and went on a four mile walk at the river the next day. Again, same trip, but two days later, Jake, his roommates, and I were floating the Boise River. We get out of the river. We floated it the day before, but we get out of the river, and we floated it the next day. And on day one of floating the river, we got out at a different spot. And day two, we got out at a different spot. Okay, so day two, floating the river, we get out at this different spot, and there's this man there. And for some reason, I don't know why, but me and this man would just start talking. And come to find out he's a Christian and he loves God and he just um, lives his life trying to share the gospel with people. We talked for about an hour about our love for Jesus and how he has saved us during the darkest times. You can't tell me that didn't happen on accident. That literally happened on purpose. I know it. That was just like one of the craziest experiences ever. Um, lastly, I was dreading coming home. Because that meant having one of the hardest conversations of my life. I was seated in the back of, a air, of the airplane next to a little girl who was about 11 years old, or six years old. Next to her was her mom, and then the row behind us was her husband and two other kids. Well, the mom and I got to talking, and she was asking me a little bit about me. Do you go to Boise? Um, what are you doing in Boise? And I said, actually, no, I was just visiting my boyfriend and going, to tell, going home to tell my parents I'm dropping out of school. She asked me what I wanted to do instead. And I said, I just started a podcast and I really want to focus on that with hopes that it touches so many people's hearts. She goes, oh my gosh, I have my own podcast. I talk about controversial topics and back them with the word. Y'all, my jaw dropped. You cannot tell me that God's not real when I now have had three encounters on a last minute trip that I've been able to connect heart to heart with complete strangers. Her and I ended up talking the entire plane ride, and towards the end of the plane ride, she looked at me and goes, can I pray for you? She prayed for me and put her hand on her back, her hand on my back, and she prayed that the conversation with my parents would end well and that God would give me the strength. I felt so full, so much more at peace, and so much more confident after that moment going into our conversation. And the conversation with my parents ended a lot better than I thought. Yeah, it was still hard, tears were still shed, but I imagined it being a million times worse than what it was. Since dropping out of college, I've been consistent on my podcast, setting aside all the time I have, I can, in, all the time I can put into it. I started working three jobs. I make it to the gym six days a week, even if that means I have to wake up at four in the morning. I've said yes to experiences that I've never, ever dreamed I would, such as a two-day summit in Arizona. Jake and I are such a healthy point in our relationship that has lasted over five years. I met a best friend who understands me, supports me, and loves me for all that I am. I've had incredible connections with strangers that soon turned into family. I care so much about my future, so much about what, so much about the Lord that I'm willing to lose everything. I'm willing to lose people. I'm willing to lose things. I'm willing to fail in order to get the life that I know Jesus has 
um, made for me. Now, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I know that this is just the beginning through faith and through trust. By the time you hear this, I will be baptized. I'm getting baptized on Christmas Eve. I found this strength to invite my family, even though they may not fully understand or support it. I decided I'm willing to make that bold statement with dreams that they maybe once get baptized or become a follower. Getting baptized is a really big deal for me because it is something that I've always wanted to do. It shows how far I've come and now and that I am now able to be a follower of Jesus publicly, that my parents know where I stand in my faith and I don't feel like I have to hide it anymore. My life is pretty crazy right now, but I have this undefinable sense of peace that lives in me. I feel like to my core that I'm on the right path. I feel happy, I really do, and full of love. All in all, I just want to say that if you're not a follower of Jesus, um, because it is so much into the unknown for you, or it is so against what your family believes in, I just want to encourage you to be curious and to learn more about Jesus. Listen to more people's testimonies. Maybe watch a sermon online. If you feel that you have sinned too much, that you are not what a child of God represents, I want to lend out an arm and say, I've been there too. That there is hope and that there is peace on the other side. I love you so much. Thank you for listening, guys. Merry Christmas. And most importantly, happy birthday, Jesus. This podcast was so like, it was unlike um any podcast episodes I've ever done. I've never just read read off of a script like that and I just want to say that this testimony that I wrote just pours straight from my heart and what I've been feeling and um, some some trials and tribulations that I've been through and so I just want to say from the bottom of my heart um, thank you for listening and I I love you guys so much and I'm so excited to see what the Lord has in store for me for you um, during this next new year during tomorrow I don't know I just can't wait. I love you guys. And this is, whoo, I did it. Like, I just, I feel good. I've never done that before. I've never been able to even say those kinds of things. So um, I just want to say thank you for listening. And um, I love you guys so much. Merry Christmas. I love you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune into the next episode. And while you're at it, leave a rating and review to boost the podcast algorithm to ensure that we grow organically. I love you guys so much. Have the best day ever.